personal resilience, vision, listening, and a sense of curiosity. These were the skills that our Season 3 guests recommended students and early career professionals learn today if they want to enter into a sustainability career. This is the Lovers of Exchange podcast, where we share ideas, knowledge, and best practices for achieving a sustainable future. I'm your host, Jimmy Gio. Season 3 is brought to you by a generous grant from the Skoll Centre for Social Entrepreneurship at the Said Business School, Oxford University. If you're new to this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe. Our Season 3 guests spanned across telecom, water, finance, maritime, electric utilities, and cultural systems. So I was curious, are the skills to succeed the same or different across all of these sectors? And even though most of the guests graduated with an MBA or work closely with businesses, would there be consensus in what it takes to succeed in the future? So I asked every guest, what skills would they advise a student or early career professional to learn? And the answers were very revealing. Personal resilience. I think in the COVID time, that's when we realize it takes much more than knowing about innovation curve or funding curve. It actually takes the best of you to keep going forward and making sure your team is okay as well. This is something they don't, or at least they didn't teach us at the business school. How do you stay mentally prepared and healthy for challenges like that? And I think just a deeper inner awareness and any sort of tools around meditation and stress resilience and just knowing yourself and knowing how to reset and come back to what you're doing to the important things is essential. If business schools can start introducing those more kind of soft skills development, I think it would have a very good long-term impact for the future leaders. I think if you just work in a commercial environment, in the leadership position, that's tough enough. But if you care deeply about what you're doing and you want to see an impact and you're going through a lot and a lot of challenges, it's even harder. Just passion is not going to solve it. You know, you have to know when to have a downtime and when to allow your team to have a downtime and be compassionate. And I think those are things that I learned outside of MBA. That was Natalia Pshnichnaya, the former head of programs at the GSMA Foundation. Natalia went on in her interview to tie how this deeper inner awareness keeps the person grounded in what's important to them. Joaquin Viquez, a water consultant for the German development agency GIZ, also pointed out the importance of a vision and personal passion. Not, typically nothing that it's in a textbook. All these things are, you know, you can learn over time, but I think that uh, a skill that has been very valuable is what is the driver of why you're involved in a project? Obviously, I'm coming from an impact side of things. It's what I've worked all over, all through my career, and it's what I expect to continue doing. A skill is to learn how to keep that as a center of your work and not deviating and following, say, money or following what good looks in a, in a CV, but like if you follow what 
an issue or just something that you're passionate about that. I think that's a skill that not everyone knows how to manage, learn, use, exploit. James Mitchell trained as a cellist before creating a career in sustainable finance. Now at the Rocky Mountain Institute, he pointed out that just like in a chamber music group, listening to each other, hearing each other, responding and reacting in kind with each other are critical skills to learn. It's, it's a fantastic question. So I would say if you're an early career professional or, or a student and you're driven by impact, if that's part of what you're, what you're seeking in your career, I think you need a couple of things. One is, is listening. Just get good at that and get good at thinking about where people come from and meeting them where they're at. We all come from different places, different backgrounds. Fundamentally, it's people that run the global economy. And those are the people that you have to persuade to do something different. So listening and understanding where they're coming from is, is at the root of that. And it's at the root of persuasion. Yeah. In addition to that, I think it's just fundamentally important to learn how the world works in practice. I myself have chosen to work in academia and in a nonprofit space, but I've accepted that there are a lot of things that I'll never know about how various sectors work. So I have to go and get that information either through hiring or through finding advisors or through conversation. I have been very fortunate though, in the sense that I've been able to spend a lot of time with the industries that I, you know, that we're seeking to influence. So I would say in general, whether you end up on the for-profit side, whether you end up on the, on the nonprofit or academic side, make sure that you're plugged in to the other side, understand how it works. And, you know, just, just don't be religious about anything, right? Just, just learn how it works and go from there. And I think if you can do that, you're going to be well-placed not only to be, have an effective career, but also be able to steer your own career, I think much more effectively because you understand the general movements of, of what's happening in your field. Three of our guests pointed out the power of curiosity and the importance of asking the right questions. Well, maybe for, maybe for a student, I, I would say just really unleash your curiosity and you know, use that time you know, in whatever institution you, you're in to think broadly and develop uh, connections that you may have not otherwise thought would be, would be beneficial. And um, that will definitely pay off uh, in terms of understanding different perspectives and uh, learning all sorts of new things that you may have otherwise not, not sought to do so when you initially uh, uh, signed up for whatever course of study you may be in. So I would say that that would be one. Uh, and for an early uh, career professional, I would say maybe a slightly different version, which would be a network and try to apply yourself in as, as many different contexts as you can, but never forget the real motivation that's driving you. And if that's working on the climate crisis, that's great. If that is addressing social justice, that is, that is great. If that is designing great products, that is also great. Ensure that that motivation is, is always you know, your North Star and, and don't deviate from that. That was Jeremy McDaniels, now a senior advisor for sustainable finance at the Institute of International Finance. Stuart Hillen, a portfolio developer at Energy Australia, put it differently. He considered curiosity the most important skill he looks for when hiring new team members. The people I like working with, maybe I'll answer through that sort of lens, or have working for me on projects are those that have curiosity. How do you learn curiosity? I don't know. But having curiosity, if you can try and demonstrate curiosity as a consequence of being curious, I think continue to learn and, and 
sea cancers and have that learning mindset. Having that learning mindset is just so important, I think, no matter what industry you're in. If I were to think of something else, I think learning how to communicate and be structured in your thinking, something to learn. And you can learn this and you do learn the MBA sort of has, has courses on this. You learn the sort of the Minto method, for example, of structured thinking, structured problem solving. I think communicating your ideas is just such an important skill set and it can be learned and it can be honed. And that's how you able to get your idea sold and people to buy into it. And so whether that's a pitch for an entrepreneurial venture or whether that's an internal business idea or a project development or just something that you want to get your boss or your partner to kind of listen to, I think being able to communicate in a structured way is, is really valuable. Finally, Sharuthi Vijayakumar summed it up beautifully. Questions invite others into our own space to question with us. Oh, there's a few. <laughs> but if I had to choose one or two that are kind of interlinked, it would just be the power of questions. How to ask good questions of yourself, of the world around you, of what's happening. A coach and mentor of mine once told me that the quality of your life depends on the quality of questions you're asking. So really yeah. um, asking better questions of why things are happening, how they've come to be, what your place is, seeing the unlikely intersections between things, I think asking questions and kind of tied to that, just the importance of self-awareness or self-reflection. So perhaps this is the asking of questions to oneself. Why am I showing up in the way that I am? How have I come to hold this worldview? How does this really serve me? What are the downsides of this approach? And often we don't want to look at that part of ourselves or acknowledge perhaps what I'm doing isn't really that helpful, but the humility and the passion and the, the awareness of just how important it is to ask oneself and to constantly, in some ways, as tiring as it can seem, be willing to adapt and mold and change Yeah, how one thinks and sees and makes sense of the world based on what one is learning rather than getting on these kind of railroads and being stuck there and being rigid. So staying malleable and flexible both with ourselves but also in the way we see and make sense of the world. So there you have it. Those are the skills that students and early career professionals should learn. It's not the textbook lessons that will create systems change. It's the interpersonal skills of inviting others in, of making chamber music together, that will create the new systems for everlasting change. Thanks again for listening. This is the Lovers of Exchange podcast, and I'm the host, Jimmy Gia. The music is by Sean Hart. Thanks again to the Skoll Center for Social Entrepreneurship at the Said Business School, Oxford University, for sponsoring Season 3 of this podcast. Please visit our website at www.leversofexchange.com for additional episodes, books, and other resources. Thanks again, and remember, the cleantech economy will require everyone's participation. So how can we exchange ideas today to help find better roles for tomorrow?